welcome to How To Do Marketing Snack Time. I'm your host, Jane Hilsden, and each week I'm going to share out little nuggets of marketing insight, actionable tips, and a marketing opinion or two that will help you get the best bang for buck with your small business marketing. Won't it be nice when somebody works out how to solve the age-old problem of not having enough time? Of course, we all know that we all have the same amount of time in our day and we have the same amount of our time, the same amount of time in our day as, as we do now, as we did, you know, 10 years ago and as we probably will in another 10 years as well. So we're never actually going to physically be able to give ourselves more time in a day. 24 hours is probably it. What we can do, though, is really reshape our priorities. And marketing is one of those things that if this has not been on your to-do list, if this is not something that you have prioritised, it's actually going to take you to physically make sure that you cut out time to, to do this marketing or employ a resource or outsource this to someone who sells their time to to get this marketing done because marketing doesn't happen on its own it doesn't happen by you simply just thinking about it and it certainly doesn't happen by you talking about it and not actually doing anything to make sure it does happen but I can't give you more time. I can certainly give you some little time-saving hacks. I'm going to give you three of them today, and that's actually based around something that I believe in marketing takes up a huge amount of time, and that is content marketing. If we look at the, um, the nature of social media, and some will be more prolific than others, but they are beasts in terms of how much content that we need to, to publish on the platforms. Now, if you're like me and you're active on, say, even three platforms, you know, let alone if you're active on more of those platforms, that's a lot of content. You know, something like Instagram requires daily kind of content um, and Facebook doesn't require daily content, but LinkedIn, if you're turning up daily, you get some super, super results. Um, as long as that content's actually adding value and not just pissing people off. So thinking about creating that content schedule and, and keeping up with that when you already don't have, you know, a hell of a lot of time within that 24 hours to spare, um, you really need to, to think about ways that you can be really efficient and effective with your time. So with your content planning, I've got three tips that I can share, and these have helped instrumentally for, for us as an agency, um, for the stuff that we do for us, but also for the stuff that we do for our clients. So number one, have a content planning session. There is nothing more procrastination-inducing than getting to your allotted time on a Friday or whenever you've carved out that couple of hours to tackle your marketing in, there's nothing more annoying than getting to that two hours and going, right, what am I going to post about? What am I going to write that blog article on? What am I going to do that video on? What am I actually going to, you know, put together for that graphic design image? 
because then you can sit there and waste that whole two hours and then it becomes hard and then you become distracted and then it just doesn't happen. So take the opportunity to actually sit down and plan out your content. So for us, this is like a huge brainstorming session where we literally just go, right, pick a topic, any topic, and let's flesh it out. So say, for example, if we're going to talk about content marketing, what are all the things that we can talk about for content marketing? Well, there's video. Okay, within video, what are all the things that we can talk about within video? Well, then there's the lighting, there's the audio, there's the who do we actually put in the video, and et cetera, et cetera. So then another element of content marketing um, written copy, blog copy. Okay, what are some of the elements of blog copy? You know, what topics can we, we talk about? How can we actually write these blog posts? Do we actually include links to other websites? Do we include images? Where are we going to get those images from? Think through how you're actually going to produce this content and what the topic of this content is going to be. You might do it via topic. So you might go, if we go back to um, content marketing, okay, one of the topics is blogs. What's all of the things that we can talk about there? How to write a good headline, how to include, you know, effective contextual contextual links, etc. And then you might go, okay, now we've got all of our topic headlines, which channels will we share these various little snippets out on? So on the topic of um, how to write a good headline, we can write a blog post on that, we can record a video on that. If you have a podcast, we can actually record a podcast episode on that. And then you can plan out your content that way. So if you've got like a really limited amount of social media or, or, or digital marketing channels that you're planning your content for, that's going to be quite an easy process. The more channels that you have, um, the, the more convoluted that content planning does become, but it doesn't mean that you shouldn't plan it because it just really helps that when you've got that two hours ready to go to get your content, your content done, you've got a list there waiting, going, great, I'm going to tackle the blog post today. I'm going to do all the content that I need to do for that. Great, two hours well spent, in it goes to the content bank. Number two, batch your content production. So when while we've just kind of batched our planning, now we're going to batch the production. So say, for example, you know, with this podcast, with Snack Time, I will record, you know, four or five episodes at once, and which is why if you're watching the video, you'll see me again and again turn up in this pink top <laughs> or the shirt that I've worn for the previous batch. Um, but that's fine. Some of you probably haven't noticed until I pointed that out. Um, but yeah, so just sit there and batch it because again, you can set, a, set aside two hours within your week and go, right, I'm going to get my snack times. And my, for me, my snack times are weekly. I'm going to get those all done for the month of September. So then they're actually done. And I don't have to think on week on week, gosh, shit, I've got another episode of Snack Time that's due to go out. I'll have to record it um, and make sure it's in the pipeline ready to go. Um, so batching your content as much as possible. We do that with social media as well, particularly when we've planned out content for, for our clients and we know exactly what we're going to post about for the next month. We'll sit down at the beginning of the month and plan it all out, make sure the blog posts are all done and then schedule all of our content out via the social media channels. Um, so, which brings me on, great segue for point number three, 
use scheduling tools. If you're using Facebook, use the Facebook scheduling tool because Facebook will respond much better to, to using anything within the platform. But um, for other channels like Instagram or LinkedIn, Twitter, we use Hootsuite, but there are literally thousands and thousands. There's another one for Instagram called Later um, that we're actually trialling at the moment. There are so many of them. Honestly, if you just type into Google or, or ask someone for recommendations, um, there's a stack of scheduling tools that you can use. So again, you know, as I said, we actually sit down at the beginning of, of um, the month and actually once we've actually batched, once we've planned the content, batched the content production, got it all ready, we'll then actually sit there and schedule it all out. And, and that doesn't mean that we don't actually post um, throughout that month spontaneously because, you know, with things like the stories features, um, it actually does, they work better when you do actually have, you know, spontaneous content that you're recording kind of now um, and also responding to now. So it doesn't mean that we kind of just set and forget and don't, you know, don't then do anything with the channels. It just means we've got the bulk of the content ready to go and then all we need to do is just kind of check in, reply, to comments, you know, um, post anything spontaneously, et cetera, et cetera. So there are three time-saving hacks when it comes to your content marketing. I hope they save you a bunch of time. Thanks so much for listening to How to Do Marketing Snack Time. If you are enjoying these episodes, please do subscribe to ensure that you don't miss a trick. And if all of this talk about marketing is getting you thinking about how you can get the best results for your business, head on over to the Dragonfly Marketing website at dragonflymarketing.com.au and check out our academy program. The How To Do Marketing Academy has been designed to give small business owners just like you the clarity, consistency, confidence, as well as the community that you need to ensure that your marketing helps your business grow. There's three levels of access and each level is packed with value. We are taking in new members now, so go and check it out. Until next time, happy marketing. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 